You are listening to Cafecito con Magali and Glenda podcast, a place for empowerment, fitness, beauty, music, Latino culture, and so much more. Welcome back. Hey, girl. It's so good. I'm so to excited. Me too. <laughs> I'm excited to be here in this space, in this recording studio. <laughs> I've been dying to talk to you too. So we've been holding off on catching up with each other because we wanted to catch up during this episode. So I, I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know anything. Catch me up. I think it's been a week since I've spoken to you. Okay, sister girl. I oh, just oh, got oh. back from vacation. Oh, yeah. How I went with that? the family that was so much fun I mean we didn't do anything we just rented an Airbnb and um, I just kind of chased the dogs my cousin took his English bulldog and I took my French bulldog so I was just chasing the dogs pretty much the entire time but it doesn't matter we went out Mm-hmm. on Saturday night and it was the funniest thing ever because I forgot how much fun it was to watch white people dance in a small college town like I used to do that in Eugene Oregon and it was my favorite thing to do but I just forgot and I just woke up on Sunday morning so happy and so excited that I even created an Instagram account <laughs> oh my gosh I was screaming when I saw it, I was like, no, she didn't. Finally, I looked at it and I was like, ah, ah. I screamed and you know, I scream. So I was yeah, like, this bitch finally made it. But so how was your experience with the nightlife there? Because obviously the rules in Arizona are different than they are here. So my cousins, my cousin and his girlfriend and I are all vaccinated, right? We ended up going and we were the only people wearing a mask. Everybody was looking at us weird because we were wearing a mask. That's one thing. But everybody was on top of each other, like dancing. (laughs) We were like, oh my gosh. We were off to a table, just us three, wearing our masks and then just like drinking. And so we were having fun, just us Mm -hmm. three by ourselves, you know, no biggie. We did go to the restroom and I had a girl give me attitude. She was like, because I went to the restroom with my mask on and she was like, oh yeah, because they're so strict here. And, <laughs> oh. and I was just like, okay, whatever. And I'm just like, I was just so happy to be there. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really care. <laughs> yeah. You know, Maritza lives in Arizona and she told me a few weeks ago that they, the governor had lifted everything. Um, so that there was no mask wearing, no nothing like indoor capacity, a hundred percent. And this was weeks before we were open. Well, any, we also went, um, to like a little, like, a like a little arcade. I think it, it's kind of like, I don't know, Dave and Buster's mm-hmm. all the employees and any restaurant we went to, they were all wearing their masks. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Every single one. So, I mean, any establishment we went to, and then even at Trader Joe's, I went to, obviously I went to Trader Joe's in Arizona. (laughs) I didn't know there was Trader Joe's in other states. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Um, And all the employees were also wearing their masks. So it was more the people that weren't wearing their masks, but any establishment had, um, they were still wearing them. Yeah. Well, I just got my second vaccine today. So I just have to wait my two weeks for it to be effective. But I think mm-hmm. after the two weeks, I think I'm going to be ready to hang out with peeps, even, even peeps that are not vaccinated because 
like that's their personal choice so as long as I'm vaccinated I think I feel comfortable enough to like see my friends and see my family it's been over a year that I've seen that I've hung out with all my cousins and you know my cousins and I were tight but it's been over a year so I'm looking forward to hanging out with all of them soon two weeks are you feeling okay yes so we didn't record last week because I was dying for a week I had like nausea and vomiting. So I'm back to health. And today I said this, I was like, I'm thankful I got really sick last week. And mm-hmm. it wasn't a sick that I got from like somebody else. It was like a sick that I made myself sick because I've mentioned it before. I have like all these restrictions and foods that I can't eat. And sometimes I get off the wagon. Um, so I like physically felt like I made myself sick like I was throwing up and nauseous and this lasted until Friday so I was really suffering and which that led me to order this food service called Thistle and I'm loving the food it's so good Glenda like so good you have no idea I'm so impressed that I'm like every time I eat something like every time I've been eating something this week I'm just like this is so good (laughs) like so good I've continued that ordering service for the next, for the next three weeks. So I just mm-hmm. been like, I just have to go in there and it's kind of like HelloFresh, except that HelloFresh, I have to cook my meals. This mm-hmm. like the meals already like made and it's mainly like um, salads and soups that I've mm-hmm. got so far. Um, so there's like really nothing to do besides like heat it up or mm-hmm. just like toss it up. Yeah. And then, is, do they count the calories for you? So are you counting calories as well? I'm not counting calories because the food is not really high calorie. It's really, mm-hmm. um, everything is gluten-free and dairy-free. And mm-hmm. then I have the option to add um, protein or not, but I didn't add protein to any of the meals because mm-hmm. if I wanted to do that, I can just cook chicken that I have here and then add it. But I haven't had to because- the portions are pretty big. And initially I bought them just for me, but um, like the salad portions are pretty big. So Freddie and I have been eating that together. And then I ordered like a few extra soups and they're really good, like really hearty. And the salads have like a lot of things in them. And like, I tossed it and like the spinach was fresh, like all the ingredients were fresh. And so they delivered, I ordered food for five days, like lunch and dinner. Um, but they delivered on Monday. So the food is fresh. And then they deliver again on Thursday. So Mm -hmm. I don't have like food sitting in the refrigerator for five days. Like they break it up two days out of the week. So that's what is that called again? It's called Thistle. Thistle. Yes. And I have a promo code. I put it on my Instagram, but um, if you guys are interested, ask me and I'll give it to you guys. It's so worth it. I ordered. So two, four, six, eight. I ordered like 10 meals and like a few extra things, like an extra salad and two extra soups. And then I got like snacks and it was like 120, which is probably like less than what I spend at um, Trader Joe's anyways, because we buy a lot of food and snacks. So we go through our food pretty quickly. Um, So I'm like 120 for five days of lunch and dinner for I guess I wouldn't say two people, but it's enough like for both of us, but Freddie will still eat like different things. Yeah. I think it's a good price. And I think it's almost the same. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't been tempted to like order takeout 
because the food is there. Like I can have my fridge stocked with all these like healthy food, but sometimes I'm really tired and I'm like, I don't want to cook. So I think that's where my issue comes. And then I'm like, oh, I'm just going to order takeout or let's just order this. So yeah, that's what happened last week. And I, yeah, I'm not going there anymore. I literally was like, I can't like the being nauseous, I think is the worst. Like that was the worst part. And I was, I worked every single day and I was struggling. Like I was so, I felt so dehydrated, even though I was drinking all this water because I kept throwing up. I had like little, like to zero energy. As soon as like six o'clock came, I literally was like going to bed, going to bed. Um, but, I, but I was like, well, I'm more, and I ended up working from home all week. But yeah, I think once I felt better, like over the weekend, I felt good. And I was like, oh, heck yeah. And so this whole week that I've been eating and be eating really healthy. And then I've been, um, I've been making smoothies every morning. So instead of having coffee, I've been having smoothies. Um, and I feel really strong and healthy that I'm glad this happened because now I'm like good for the second vaccine. I took my second vaccine and everybody's been getting sick on their second, um, shot. So I'm Except like, for me, you didn't get sick. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get sick, but my siblings did get sick. They both yeah. called out of work the next day with high fevers. Oh, shoot. Uh, my mom got nos- got nauseous that evening. I'm the only one that everybody was staring at me. Like what's going to happen to her <laughs> no. <laughs> and nothing happened. No, I feel pretty good. Um, as soon as we got home, I kind of like cleaned up a little bit. And then I learned how to make some cool TikToks <laughs> and we're watching the Laker game. So yeah, I feel actually more energized than I ever have. So I'm not worried about it. And I think I'm good. There's so much that's happened this week and uh, we wanted to talk about it because I, every time I feel like things are getting better, they are, I'm not saying they're not, but then like other shit goes down. And then it made me realize like, there's never going to be a time that everything is all good. Like that's never going to happen. And with all these like black people that are dying or that are being murdered by police officers, I'm like, this is nothing new. It's like, okay, we got, there's like one person. Okay. Tomorrow there's like another person. And like, I can't even keep up. And it's so sad. And that's why, that's why a lot of the protests and like, you hear a lot, like say their names, because honestly, like Freddie and I were talking about um, that young Latino kid, Adam Toledo. But I was mm-hmm. like, I was like telling him about it. Like, of course I know the story because I saw it in the news, but then I was like, what's his name again? And I'm like, that's so sad. Like I'm already forgetting their names when, because there's so many of them. I'm like, so many people are getting killed that it's hard to keep up with. Yeah, there, it happens all the time. I was looking, um, I was watching something and I heard the, the director of the, of the movie, When They See Us. Uh, people kept saying the system is broken. The system is broken. And she said, the system is not broken. It's working exactly the way it's supposed to. It's supposed to keep people down. It's supposed to keep any minority in line. And that's what the system is doing. You know, so everybody keeps saying, oh, it's broken, but it's not. This is the way that they designed it. Yeah. To fuck us over. Actually, that's true because that's what I studied for many years. So the criminal justice system is not made to rehabilitate us. It's not at all. So that's why once somebody goes into prison, they end up going back in 
So like, let's say they get, they do their time, they get released. It's hard for them to integrate back to community. And also they have to check that box. I don't know if they still do. Do they still have to check the box? Like if they were a felon or they have a felony or they've been, yeah. So that's another issue. So it's like, what employer is going to hire you? And then also you're not, you go into prison, but you're not being rehabilitated. Like you're not rehabilitating. That's not what our criminal justice is. And you're right. Um, if you compare it to like a criminal justice system in Europe, it's way different. Like they don't send you to prison for um, like drug, what is it called? Like if it's Petty non crime. Yeah, it's like drug related. They let you stay in the community and you still work. You go to a center every single day. So like, let's say somebody's addicted to heroin. Mm-hmm. That person's able to stay in their home and work but they're able to go to the center that has like doctors or nurses, and then they give them a low dose of heroin, which they can still function and work. And that's how they wing them off because they're trying to get them. You can't just like get somebody off a drug cold Turkey. They facilitate it. And then these people are able to still stay with their families, still contribute to society. And then they're getting help at the same time, because what they need is they need to rehabilitate from this drug abuse or drug problem that they have. Like, how would they fix that in prison? They wouldn't because then when they end up coming back out and then they, and like, they don't learn any skills, they end up just being put away, like being removed from society. And that doesn't really help them. And I wasn't really for the defund the police. We need police, you know? So I wasn't for it. But I honestly, the way that this continues to happen over and over again, it does need to be dismantled and redone over because it's just not working. Uh, I don't have the answers for it. I obviously know we need protection, Mm -hmm. but they need to do what they were they swore to do, which was to protect and serve. And not all police officers are like this. I've seen some police officers who arrest people over and over again. And they're like, come on, don't make me take you back to prison. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and then you develop this sense of like, I wouldn't say community, but a relationship. Yes. With, you know, the community and the people that you continue to arrest over and over again. And you know, just a little relationship. Um, Not all officers are like that. Some are pretty cool, but some are just on this like power trip. Like the man who killed George Floyd, like that, like that. Before you continue on that, something that you mentioned, like community policing works in areas where they don't have like high rates of crime. And this is like nicer areas, like Beverly Hills, like you see, like it's like community policing the cops are like just like talking to you they're friendly but they're not able to do community policing in like areas that need like severe uh help like they don't trust the police like how are they supposed to do community policing like if there's crimes all day like they need to get to work like they need to be more aggressive I'm not saying um uh, police brutality but and when you mentioned um defund the police it's not defunding them completely it's allocating funds to like different programs and what a lot of people have been saying is like training like allocate more funds to training like not saying to take all their funds like not completely defund but what they mean when they're saying like defund the police is just 
put the money towards like programs that are going to help the officers in training and then money towards programs that are going to help the community too. Yeah. There's also, they can also have like relationship buildings between the police and the communities, especially the ones that are like poor, because those are the ones that have this relation, this bad relationship with police officers, you know? You can start with programs with kids in elementary school, you know, so these police officers get to know these kids growing up. There's a lot of things that we can do with the money that they are getting because they are getting a lot of money. The police officers and the police departments are getting a lot of money. Sometimes they get more money for their department than schools, you know, than school districts. Well, let's talk about Derek Chauvin. Okay. Derek Chauvin who murdered George Floyd was found guilty of all counts this week, which to me, I honestly did not think it was going to happen. It was very, the verdict was very surprising. What did you think? You know what? When I text you, um, because I was getting ready to go for a run and Freddie's like, Oh, be careful. They're about to read the verdict like any minute. Um, and I was like, oh shit. So I left on, I went on my run and I honestly thought like it was going to be mayhem. I was like, people are going to flip out because I didn't think this was going to happen. When I got back from my run, I was very surprised that he was guilty on all three charges. I was like, what? This is amazing. I mean, like, it's amazing. Like we got one, this is just one, but I, I, I sat down and I was watching, um, their uh, attorney speak and like the whole family was behind the attorney and they had like every family member talk and what I noticed is like his entire family is like very close to God like they're very strong in their faith so they were saying like this whole you know we're we've been praying this whole time you know we've had each other but we're really thankful for like the people that reached out the activists like people that are protesting like they were saying like because of you guys you know this didn't just kind of die out it didn't just go didn't away. slip under the rug just no, like everything yeah. and it took a long time for them to press charges remember everybody kept saying everybody kept pushing for it and pushing it for it um so I didn't think this was going to happen but it's just crazy how my brother was even told oh get ready to board up all your yeah. all your um all the offices that you're in charge of because they didn't know. So they were waiting for the verdict to see if they were going to have to go board up and stay till however late to board up all the offices. So, but I'm glad it's just one. It doesn't mean that the system is fixed, Mm -hmm. but this is good for the family. It's good for his kids. And it was, I was looking at, at Derek. Is it his name? Derek Chauvin. That's his name, right? Yeah. Derek Chauvin. I was looking at him and I was trying to figure out what his reaction meant. You know, he was just blinking and staring at someone. I don't know if he was staring at the judge or he was staring at his lawyer. Like what? I don't, I don't want to say I feel bad for him, but I want to know at what point in his life did things turn where he became this asshole, you know, that he just had this power trip. This wasn't the first time that he did something like this. And he had previous complaints um, from just, you know, just being (laughs) a jerk to people. Yeah. So 
um, I just I like, what happened to you? Like what happened that things took a turn? You know, you decided to be a police officer. And usually when someone wants to be a police officer, they just want to help. Wow. I think when they were reading the charges and he was blinking, he probably was just like thinking of what his life was going to be in prison. That's what I think. Like his life is flashing before his eyes. Like, this is it. Like, this is the last time he's going to see the outside. He's fucked. I'm glad the jury did the right thing. And also um, President Biden called the family when they were in the hallway and they Uh had him on speaker and they were like kind of huddled. Everybody was crying and he was just telling them like, you know, this is his legacy. We're going to continue it. Um, We're not going to rest. Like we're not going to stop. Like this is just the beginning. And he told them like, I'm going to send Air Force One. Like I'm going to meet you guys. I'm so excited to meet you guys. Like I was like, that's so like, nice and like i i already respect joe president joe biden but even more like wow to him to call the family and talk to them i was like that's that's huge that's like huge trump would never (laughs) no (laughs) oh that guy i think it's so funny how he's been silenced oh yeah good i forgot about him so I have something to tell you, something funny, because kids are hilarious, right? Mm-hmm. So on my little vacation in Arizona, um, there were, we took a few kids. So one of them was Noah, he's six, and baby Jojo, she's also six. And then my nephew, Pedrito, right, which we call P7. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm outside messing with the dogs. And Noah uh calls me in and he goes Glenda can you come in for a second and I was like okay so I go in and Pedrito goes Noah has a crush on you <laughs> and awkward I, right and I and it's just them three so it's just jo- baby Jojo it's just Noah and Pedrito and they're in the little living room I don't know where the adults are I think they were outside and I was like outside with them and I was like okay I was like no I thought you had a crush on my sister and then Pedro's like, no, Noah said he has a crush on you because you're thick. <laughs> what? <laughs> so then I start laughing and I'm like, Noah. And he smacks his face like, oh, like all embarrassed, right? And he's six? He's six. <laughs> and then I was like, Noah, what does thick mean? And here comes baby Jojo. It means that you're fat but in a good way what (laughs) what the fuck these fucking kids I was laughing so hard and I wanted somebody to like witness what I was witnessing because this was hilarious and I was just like no Noah you don't have a crush on me and then I kind of just like you know changed the conversation and then I think I went to go chase the dogs or something but it was so funny like I have gained a little weight so I'm trying to get back on it. But I just thought these kids, it, it's so funny. They're so little and they know these words. Like That's hilarious. They There's so many words that I don't know or even the way they text or write things that I'm like, these are not even abbreviations. These are not acronyms. Like, I don't know what this is. Or like when they say like, it's the curls for me it's the this for me I'm like why the fuck are you talking like that like and that's how I know that I'm old because I can't stand it it's the 
eyes for me. It's I'm like, no, stop. Stop. My niece does that all the time. She's she's young. Yeah, Aaliyah. And I'm always like, what the hell? And they gave me all these rules for Instagram. Oh, so everybody follow me on Instagram. I'm under Miss Glenda Joe. So what do you uh what do you know so far about Instagram? I feel like Instagram is is on the way out when you just started, when you just joined. But your your initial picture is blurry. I don't know. Why does everybody keep saying that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's why I think that's why Patricia thought it was um a scam or not a scam. Everybody keeps saying that, and I'm like, it's not blurry. It is blurry. I guess in the morning, Aaliyah wakes up and my sister opens her eyes because they were sharing a room together on her trip. Mm-hmm. And Aaliyah looks at Sandra and she goes, Glenda has Instagram and her picture is blurry. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that for you? Did Sandra put the picture up for you? Oh, I did that at like three or four in the morning. Boo, you have other <laughs> pictures. This is so blurry. It literally <laughs> looks like somebody's stalking you took a screenshot of you while you were at the park. Oh my gosh. Uploaded the picture. Somebody else, I'm not done with the blurry thing. Somebody else DM my sister and said, I cannot believe you let your sister post a blurry picture. (laughs) (laughs) Who DM'd her? Some, (laughs) one of your friends or one of her friends? One of her friends. And, and you had, don't believe the hype. And then the next words were like super spaced. So it looked like you were saying, don't believe the hype, Cafecito con Glenda podcast. And I'm like, what is she talking about? What do you mean, don't believe No, that? it wouldn't, it wouldn't fix it. Like it wouldn't work. It like, oh. the space, it wouldn't work. Um, so I just erased the whole thing. But there are so many rules. Like allegedly, you're not supposed to post like whenever you feel like it. You have to post in the evening because that's when you get more traffic. Oh girl, uh, I don't I don't follow those rules. I don't have that many friends. Oh, I I, I, I don't mean know. I think that's true if you are an influencer and this is part of your revenue, of course you want to follow the times to post. But I mean But I already what? got so much shit over one picture and I'm like, mm. you people are stressing me out. And Aliyah's like, well, if you don't want to be stressed out, just delete the picture. Well, why don't you <laughs> tell your publicist to help you? I am. She says as soon as as soon as she sees me, she's gonna fix it for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but oh meanwhile, this whole time you're blurry. So like, help her. Somebody help her. <laughs> oh no! But yeah, that's what's happening with Instagram. I don't. And then they were like, "Oh my God, Glenda's Instagram is gonna be like old people's Instagram." <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> I don't know because I'm not cool. Um, that's what's been happening. So I don't really go on that one on my personal one. I kind of just like to watch dogs still. So I am always on my um on Pluto's Instagram. Well, now if somebody asks you if you have an Instagram, you don't have to say no. You could say yeah, I do. I guess you don't. What's- you no longer have to say I'll give you my email address. Now you can <laughs> give your Instagram. I and always I- say Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat. They're like, you feel sketch. <laughs> I know. Like she wants to. I was listening to a podcast episode where they were talking about catfish stories. 
and they were insane people were getting catfish like left and right and I could not believe like it's been a while since I've watched that show did you ever watch catfish yeah I love it oh my gosh it's so good but it made me think like dudes people out there are so fucking weird most of the catfish stories that people wrote in the person that was catfishing them was like a girl instead of a guy and they were like fell in love with this guy but I'm like how do you go a year without ever meeting somebody in person or not even like a FaceTime just writing to each other yeah or like this whole oh my camera doesn't work bullshit like oh no No. so one of the stories the guy told the girl that he had his mom had died and in an accident and in the result of the accident he had all these like back problems and he had to move a lot because he kept going to different doctors so he didn't meet her right he's just writing to her she totally falls in love with him they have this relationship for a year or like yes like a year and at the same time he's talking to other girls from the same high school these kids are in high school so I guess basically basically I think he's catfishing too deep that he has to fake his death and then um and I think the person that was catfishing them was their own friend because she was claiming that that was her cousin. And that's the reason why they didn't think it was sketch because they're like, Oh, we trust her. And if that's her cousin, he must be a real person and we trust him, but they never got to meet him because he kept like going out of town and had doctor's appointments and all this stuff. So then I think he was getting caught up. So he had to like kill himself, you know? So then the cousin No, not like in real life because he doesn't exist. The cousin, which is probably the person that was catfishing them, tells them like, oh, he had a surgery. He didn't make it. And so all these little high school girls made shirts that said like RIP with his picture, which is probably not even his picture. It's like somebody else's picture. And I'm like, that is hilarious, but so stupid. Like, and then they looked him up afterwards. I think the girls were kind of like one of the girls, the one that wrote in. She was like, you know, it was weird. I looked up to see if I can find his obituary and I couldn't find anything. Like there was no record of him. Like this guy didn't even exist. Like you basically wasted a year of your life in love with your friend, basically because your friend made this person up and you confided and like told all these like secrets. And there was other girls that wrote in and said that they pretended to be somebody else like another girl to catfish their friend's boyfriends to see if they would offer and cheat or like agree to meet up with them and I'm like if you have to do that he's not your boyfriend there was just so many catfish stories it was insane there was one this girl met this guy online and he comes over to her house and I guess he's like in the military base so that was near her so he drove his car to her house And their date was like, they were going to watch movies and have wine. So she said that he drank all the wine by himself and he brought like three bottles. And she says she like didn't have much. He drank all of it. He went to the restroom and like she heard all this noise and like he like knocks shit over. He comes out and he's he was wasted. He shit on himself. (gasps) And so she was like, oh, my gosh. So then she drove him to the base but he was like drunk I guess he ended up passing out this is her first date ladies 
I know we talked about online dating, but after this, I was like, oh my gosh, no. They, she calls her friend to follow her. She drives his car and then drops him off outside of the base because she, I guess to go into the base, you have to like check in and whatever. And she didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. She left his car outside of the base with him in it, sleeping in it. She took off and she said when she got home, her house smelled like shit. She went to go look at the restroom and he had smeared the shit all over the walls. Do you fucking believe that? And then she had to clean that up. Oh my God, that's nuts. No. And I then have a question for you. Oh, okay. Keep going. He ended up blocking her and all the stuff. And I'm like, well, of course he blocked her. He's embarrassed. Yeah, he's embarrassed. <laughs> and he probably got in trouble. He got dropped off like mm-hmm. in front of the base. Somebody was like, oh shit, what is this? Is this a terrorist? You know? And then they see that it's one of them drunk as fuck with shit all over them. You know, he got in trouble. Probably. Oh my goodness. So you were talking about dating and stuff. And I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. When you go out with a guy multiple times, is that called dating or is that called your boyfriend? You have to clarify that with him. Yeah, because apparently, according to these new like young kids, if you go out on a date a couple of times but he doesn't make you your girlfriend you guys aren't dating anymore you guys are just messing with each other Mm, yeah I guess if he doesn't really but if you just keep going out on dates like to me it's like okay I meet a guy and then he takes me on a date and then he takes me on like 10 more dates so we're still dating you know I think like after three months or four months then you would ask that person to be your girlfriend Let's just assume in this situation, you're dating somebody your age. I don't think he's going to have those millennial or Gen Z rules that the young kids do. Like if you're going to date a grown man, I don't think he's going to have these. No, that's not true. I don't think so. No, they, they have all these like outrageous rules. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And my sister's like, yeah, it's because you're older. So your dating like pool is just different. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, no, she's she's right. The guys that are you going to that you're going to date are going to be different from than the guys that your sister dates. But she- what if what if I have one idea of dating and they have another idea of dating so I think we're dating because he's taking me on these nice dates nice dinners and we're really not to him we're just messing with each other and to me it's like I'm dating this guy but whenever you are dating going out with somebody spending time with them going to eat or just hang out if you're not boyfriend girlfriend then you should be dating other people unless it's clarified we're only dating each other like if you ask like are you dating other people like if you don't want to ask then don't ask but then you have to assume that he's dating other people because i guess dating means boyfriend and girlfriend now to these kids so when you say we're using yeah they're saying oh well if they're dating they're together and i'm like what the fuck no because if you go on your first date you're dating them and you're not together it's your first date and they're like yeah but if you guys go on multiple dates you guys are together. And I'm like, I'm so confused. I don't know because I'm not dating. I don't want to date. But what (laughs) if I'm dating wrong when I'm ready to start dating? What if I start dating wrong? You know, there's no such (laughs) thing. You just have to communicate. You have to speak up and say like, don't be afraid to say what you want and what you don't want. And Mm -hmm. you have such strong, like, like your energy is strong. 
Glenda. So like, if you know what you don't want and you know what you do want, I don't think you have to be worried about meeting somebody that you don't want in your life because you've are, you're like, your energy is so strong and you've been working yourself so much that you're only going to attract like good shit. Like you, you're not going to have to worry about like all this bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, no, no, don't bullshit. worry about it. And if, if you do get some bullshit, you have to quickly dismiss it because it's, you don't want that. You don't want caca on your lawn. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. No, No, I don't. Well, we do need it to fertilize it, but (laughs) (laughs) look for something else. No, you know what? I just never, I know sometimes like we get stereotype where we, when we say what we want and what we don't want we sound crazy. Like, Oh, she's crazy. She told me she wants kids or she told me she wants a boyfriend. I'm like, well, then if you can't handle it, then you like, I feel like I've been crazy from the beginning. And finally I met somebody that accepted my craziness, Mm -hmm. you know, from the beginning. Otherwise, if I would have just stood quiet, I could have ended up with the wrong person. Yeah. Thanks the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I made that video of me. Do you ever wonder? Well, I'm gonna post it eventually. Um, yeah, I actually deleted it because I want to fix it. I want to add like different videos. It's a funny video, and you guys will see it in the future. Magali is getting pretty well, pretty good on TikTok. It's more interesting to see a video or diff like multiple videos compiled into one than to see a picture. You know? Yeah. It could. This shows our true personalities. Oh, I love it. You're like doing your little dance. Okay. That's it for today. Bye, friends.